Welcome to the GNA Podcast. Games, nerds, and alcohol. Where we get drunk and talk about stuff. Here with me tonight is a fun-loving bunch of people. The normal crew here on the GNA Podcast. We're being joined tonight by Blue Shark 45. How are you, Blue? I'm, uh, I feel like I'm missing an air horn right now because I really feel like that's what you need. Probably. <laughs> and we got D. How are you, D? I'm doing pretty well. Nice Cecil! And we got Shinzu here. How are you, Shinzu? I'm doing fantastic. I bet you're all wondering what the gag is right now, but there really isn't one. <laughs> I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. Uh, yeah, I have no clue I just did that other than I am really hungover, and it took a lot out of me just to talk in general. So... Let's go through. Uh, let's go through the first and most important thing of every single night. What is everybody drinking? So, Blue, what are you drinking tonight, man? I am drinking a new Belgian Voodoo Ranger. It's an IPA. It's seven uh, percent per volume, and I'd have to say um, it's not as good as the Juicy Haze, in my opinion. But as far as like the bitterness that you usually get with an IPA, in my experience, um, this really doesn't have it. It goes down. It's got a slight bitter hop taste to it, but it's not overpowering, and it's a pretty easy beer to drink. I had it tonight with uh, mashed potatoes, uh, Brussels sprouts, and um, some fall pork chops that the girlfriend made for me. Nice. It's got a nice little citrus note at the end. Huzzah. Man, when you just were saying mashed potatoes, it reminded me. I woke up this morning, and I needed a greasy breakfast, a really greasy breakfast so we went over to Target and we grabbed all this breakfast stuff and we got my my wife lex found this bread it was like some weird italian style loaf but when you picked it up it was all super soft i'm sitting there and i'm cooking for everybody and i take like the end piece of bread like almost the very end there's like that first piece before the end which is kind of like the pseudo end and I was sitting there, I picked it up, I'm like, oh, and I just took a bite out of it. And it was the best thing I've had in my entire life. Mostly because I hadn't had bread for like four months. And I was so hungover, I just needed something to soak up the stomach acids in my body. And I just took a bite out of that bread. My body just, it's like my body started singing like a choir. I was like, yes, thank you. Thank you for having pity on me. You know what you got to do is you got to take that bread right there like that. Soak it in some bacon grease and fry it. That's awesome. Oh, dude, yeah. When, when you were over last time, soldiers. Yeah. Fried those things up. Fried bread, man. Oh, Hell God. yeah. Actually, a super duper trick with bacon grease. If you take your bacon grease and you fry up your Nathan's hot dogs in them, they taste exactly like if you get them from the Nathan's place. Like if you go to a Nathan's hot dog place. Tastes nice, identical. Nice. But, dude, what are you drinking this time, man? I am trying out, uh, since it's fall... I'm trying out this Woodchuck Hard Cider, Amber. It's 5% of alcohol, about 12-ounce bottles. Yeah, so I, I decided to pick this up, and it's actually pretty good. It's it's a very mild hard cider, you know what I mean? It's pretty smooth. 
So no strong flavors. You definitely get the, the cider and the apple, but you know, very just mild and smooth. Awesome. Has a nice apple aftertaste, so. Yeah, you know, for, for like one thing, I've never been a huge fan of ciders. I don't know why. I mean, I like apple juice, but I don't like I don't like ciders, and I don't like hard ciders. I know why you don't like them, Cecil. I, I know exactly the reason why. Oh, I gotta hear this. Blame Stainsby. Yeah. Don't you know? Yeah. Well, Shinzu, you look like you're chugging down on a nice frosty beverage over there. <laughs> I am. Uh, I am recovering from yesterday's misadventures, so I am having a water to uh, appease the liver and kidneys. Oh man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta learn the term "hair of the dog." Oh, the dog got bit many times. Because that's uh, that's what I'm doing tonight. I am drinking a New Belgian Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. Um, and I was debating not drinking a damn thing on the show tonight, mostly because I just took uh, I had some some cold cuts in the fridge, and I didn't really want to eat anything too hardcore. So I just figured, you know, some cold cuts, wrapped cheese. That's about it. Well, I had like four pieces of of chicken or turkey or whatever, and swallowing was actually difficult. So I'm like, oh god, I better not put anything in my stomach that I don't want coming back later. So I'm just having a Voodoo Ranger. Which, this is a super nice beer. Uh, it's It's got a little bit of that hoppy aftertaste. Uh, but the thing that, oh, that always blows me away with this beer is that this beer is incredibly cloudy. Um, it's not your typical looking beer where you've got a consistent color through it. It is incredibly cloudy. It's good. Um, I'm trying to remember what the hell the ABV. I think uh, I think this is 6 or 7. 7.5, right there. 7.5 ABV. Yeah, man. Here's the dog. You gotta just you just gotta get right back on that train. Not after the amount of alcohol I consumed last night, man. That's that's just not happening. We made <laughs> we made the mistake of combining just normal everyday breweries with then cider, hard liquor, and then questionable choices of food. With our powers combined, we create drunk force. Or mud butt. I mean, <laughs> oh god, serious mud butt. <laughs> Dude, I you know what? I always, every single time, because I, I got drunk off of Nutty Irishman's. Like a brown water sprinkler system. Dude, every single time, and I know it, every single time I get drunk off of Nutty Irishman's, I know that I'm going to wake up the next morning and I'm going to have some, some good old squirties. But man, this morning when I woke up, I, I could have swore that there was a live shark inside of my intestines trying to eat its way out of me. No, no, the shark was not blue. I assure you, that shark was not blue. You were being hit by something there. <laughs> but he might have been aged to about to about forty five. Yeah, it might, oh, it might have been probably. It might have been a forty five er. Oh man, God, I, I, I just, I, I knew last night, and as soon as my wife said, "You don't want to make that last drink. You want water." I should have listened to her. I should have said, "Yes, you are one hundred percent right." I should go get some water right now. Where was that little voice inside you? Where did his drunk ass wander off? Little common sense guy? Yeah, he, he was beaten maliciously by the drunk guy. I mean, he wasn't... 
Forget beaten maliciously in there. What do you do? Get thrown out of the skull? <laughs> Is he on laying on the floor somewhere? Yeah, you remember that? Remember that shark I said that was in my intestines trying to bite its way out? Well, that's where it, got that's where it was. Yeah, yeah. All right, state of games, state of games. If you guys don't know what state of games are, state of games where we talk about what we've played throughout the week, or we just pontificate on what the hell we feel are games just today. So I'm gonna go. Uh, i go reverse order there. Shinzu, what was uh, what's your state of games, Gary? I actually really haven't been doing much gaming this week. There was a, a lot to do. Uh, basically, just been playing the same old stuff I was last week. Player Unknown, Overwatch, and uh, Lost Regalia. Nice. What about uh, about you, Senor D? Interested in games? Well, I've been playing. Uh, well, this week I've been playing games with the kids. So we managed to beat uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Seeker on the Wii U. We just beat Mario Odyssey on the Switch, and I've been playing. Uh, uh, Octopath Traveler, trying to get through that. It's a long RPG, so. Because I'm also level grinding. Ah, yeah, every RPG, you gotta do a little bit of a grind. I got stuck in a boss, so I'm trying to grind up till I can beat him. Well, at least you're not stuck in a box. A smaller box. With lines and lines and circles and dots. Yeah, I can't find my way out of even that, so. <laughs> what about you, Blue? Just did the games, our guy. Well, I'm, uh... I'm happy to say that I finally beat the original Splinter Cell. Um, we're going to talk about that one tonight. Well, hallelujah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I beat it on PC. Uh, it's the first time I beat it since I played it on GameCube so many years ago when it came out. Um, and then I was playing Terra on the PC for a little bit. And then I also played... Uh, I finished the Ghost Recon Wildlands game. Um, took out, you know, El Jefe. Apparently, one of the missions is locked, and I can't complete it, so I didn't get the perfect 100% ending, but I had cleared out the rest of the map of all the enemies and all the other missions. And then I played... Oh, by the way, they fixed the, the game um, bugs with that, with, like, the guns, where you, like, would pick up a, a, an attachment, and then one day when they did an update, you lost all of your attachments up to a certain point. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, so they finally fixed that on console, thankfully. Um, I played some Terra on the console with uh, some of my friends, uh, Z, uh, Mongoose, and Wheels. And then I've been playing uh, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory on the PC, um, making my way through the Splinter Cell franchise. I don't know. I've heard bad things about the Steam version of Pandora tomorrow. Uh, and uh, I mean, it wasn't my favorite game, in all honesty, so I don't think I'm going to miss playing that one. But uh, I gotta still get through Double Agent after this one, and then uh, Conviction. So I gotta ask, Terra, better on PC or better on console? Um, hmm. I'd have to say that I like it a little bit better on the PC because of it's like a Diablo-based game where you have this large inventory, these different commands you can add and do, and you know, it's not just like the the attack or the spell cast command, and then another sub command and heals and stuff like that. There's a lot more to it, so it's it works really great with the whole like finger map or uh, keyboard mapping thing. So I like that aspect about it. Um, the only reason why I would favor more the console than anything is because the reason why I'm playing Terra is because of my friends. Uh, Z started playing it and. He's trying to get a bunch of us together, and we're getting a bunch of us together on consoles. So I'm progressing further on the console than I am on the PC right now. Yeah, that's all right, though. 
Yeah, most games, mm. uh, especially games like Terra, they're very social games. So if you can't play them with somebody, oh, yeah. what's the point of playing them? Yeah, I got. I was a little sad to find out that um, I couldn't say anything in the uh, open world chat until I'm a certain level. Well, yeah, they don't want you just loading in and being like, hey, dickface. Yeah. That's going to be nicer than dickface, but you know, whatever. Yeah, sure, I believe you. We all believe you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it for uh, my state of games. Well, my state of games has been fairly lame, mostly because I've just been doing so much friggin' schoolwork and I've just been so busy. However, we did get to play some Zombie Side, a board game last night, uh, while I was getting horribly, horribly drunk. Uh, Zombie Side's a cool tabletop board game. It's kind of, I think the best way I'd describe it is like a D&D light. So you have the different characters that you can play and you've got different scenarios. Uh, most of them are just basic dungeon crawls. But you have different scenarios that are going on, and you've got to complete the specific objectives. Like last night, we were prisoners in a cell block. We had to break out of the cell block, get over and pick up some objectives, you know, whether they're paperwork, keys, whatever it is, so we can escape. And then we got to get back to our spawn point. Well, the fun part about it is, is that there's a bunch of spawn points outside of the main gate. And then we've got a couple of switches that we've got to do inside of our little cell block. And once we do that, the main gate will open up, and then all those zombies are going to swarm in. Well, it took us probably eight or so turns to finally get something that'll break down a door. Because you have to get something to break down a door before you can go and hit any of the switches. So there were eight rounds of zombies spawning. So there's a lot of zombies outside of that main gate waiting for us. But other than that, I've been uh, been doing some mobile gaming, some Marvel Strike Force, and some Star Trek timelines. That's about it. That's about all I've really had time for, which uh, which stinks. Anybody got a chance to play Red Dead Two yet? I haven't even bought it. Sorry. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I was gonna actually buy that game. I mean, it looks cool. I, I know there's a bunch of people um, that would be playing it right now that I could play it with if. They got some open world stuff, but I've never touched the Red Dead series. The first one was good. It was really good, so... Well, the thing that always blew me away in the first Red Dead Redemption was the uh, the horse mechanics and the horse physics. Those horses yeah. really, really did look good in Red Dead 1. And I started seeing some of the gameplay for Red Dead 2, and I don't know how the hell they did it, but those horses look, move, react way better. I mean... Very realistic. Well, the funny thing that I saw that kind of sparked me into watching a little bit more of it was uh, I saw a guy accidentally punch their horse in the face, <laughs> and the horse freaked out, turned, and then, like, like donkey kicked him, just right in the friggin' face. Um, and I didn't expect that, and it was it was really cool. Like, it was just the way the horse moved, the physics of it, it just looked all really, really good. But in, enough about Red Dead. Red Dead's not what we're talking about tonight. What we're talking about, we're talking about torture. We're talking about horrendous things that happen to people. We're talking about missions or whole games that we never want to do again. We never want to endure because the first time was so painful, so cringy, that we just had to stop. We had to never touch it again. Now I'm going to start off with one of my favorites. And I'm probably stealing it from one of you guys. But it's a game that I remember back on the Nintendo Entertainment System. 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the friggin' swimming. Yeah, the damn water level where you just can't get... Jesus, Mary Joseph. I have actually only ever in my life beaten that level once without cheating. I'm still at zero for that one. I only beat it once, and I... I probably only beat it that once because I, I, I said I'm going to beat this level no matter what. And I played 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 and I finally beat it. I never want to see that level again. If I see a screenshot of that level, I start to get angry. That's how bad that is. So some of you guys have got to have something. So D, give me some cringe. That like uh, hover bike level in fucking Battletoads. Oh my God. Back on Co-op. the NES. Yep. And, and it was even worse when you had your buddy playing with you. And they racked all your lives out? Oh, yeah. That is some Grinch-worthy shit right there. I mean, there's not too many that that really put it up there with some of those old NES games. Yeah, those old NES games had some hell of a, like, difficulty level to them. I do have one more old-school one, though, and it's it's not the whole game because I really like the game. It's just one level, or I guess, yeah, one level, and it's one you hit in Kid Icarus, the fucking... Eggplant wizard. Every time I get fucking eggplant. Oh, yeah. And that's it. And I never survive trying to go back to get changed. So it's like, if I get nailed by him, that's I, I'm not getting any farther. Yeah, I enjoyed Kid Icarus. But yeah, those eggplant guys were a pain in the ass. You know what um, which, uh, what NES game... Actually, one NES game that I can think of that I really... I don't think I ever want to go back and play, at least not without the good old Konami code, is Contra. Actually, no, I've beaten it quite a few times without the Konami code. I love that game. I love that game, but my God, that game was just, there were so many stupid, like, you're running over here, or you're jumping over there, you're like, I totally got this, I totally got this, and a random bullet that was fired off screen comes from behind you and tags you in the ass, and you're like, really? There was only one level I had a hard time and would lose a lot of uh, lives on, and that's, it's near the end, like, all the mechanical stuff where all the damn flames are coming up and down, and it... Ah, yeah, I get Dude, fucked up every time. How the hell are you supposed to beat that game with two lives? I've managed, but it's all right. <laughs> hurt his balls. I'm calling bullshit on that. I gotta see that before I believe it. I mean, I have I have played that game a lot, and I'm like, no friggin' way somebody can get through this with two lives. Call bullshit all you want. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's my friggin' point. You're never gonna do it again. Because we used to play it with, uh, when we were little, we had a babysitter that used to bring it over, and 90% of the time they did the Konami code, but I have Contra, and I've played it over and over and over again when I was about 10 years younger, until I finally beat it once like that. And I ain't doing that shit again. Yeah, man, that was, uh, that was some super fucking cringe there. How about you, Blue? I know you got something you're chewing on. Oh, yeah, um... I actually have two games that I can um, I can only remember one slightly because it's been years since I've played it, but it's very popular and everyone knows it. The Water Temple and Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. That, I haven't played it, but I've heard of it. It's such a pain in the ass. Like you, yeah, like all this, like floating. You have to be sinking. You have to raise the water, lower the water, and it's it's a lot of repetitive stuff. And it's like if you screw up, like I. I'm pretty sure it lets you screw up because I think there was one time that I hit the the wrong thing and raised the water level up so high that I had to go back trace to the very bottom beginning to lower it all again and repeat the steps to get back up. It was out of all the temples that you had, that was the most annoying one. Um, 
And then, um, speaking of Splinter Cell, which I'm playing tonight, um, the the premise of Splinter Cell, if you don't know, is it's a stealth-based game. It's shooting out lights to create shadows, moving quietly through, you know, not just, like, you control your movement speed, like how fast you approach someone, crouched or standing, how much noise you're making, trying not to make any noise, sneaking up behind someone to grab them and interrogate them, knock them out, or get or um, sneaking around them entirely. So when they have these few sequences in this game where you're in a slaughterhouse um, trying to uh, kill off one of the head mercenaries, it turns into a shooter at that point. Instead of this first per- or sort of this third person switches to first person kind of um, when you're aiming down a um, scope of a rifle, uh, stealth game. So it's and there's no like I'm up against the wall. I can shoot over cover with my rifle. It's I can stick my pistol behind me like this and shoot. And you know that's not going to do much against guys that are rushing at you and have automatic weapons or throwing grenades. And so it just makes it a really difficult thing because it goes outside of the limits of what the game mechanics allow you to do smoothly. And then there's another one where you. You get to the end of the game and you've gotten the uh, activation codes for the um, the ARC, which is a nuclear suitcase bomb. And it's in, apparently it's in the U.S. And so these Russian special forces guys rush into this underground lair where you've opened the safe for this nuclear suitcase bomb with the assistance of the former Georgian president. And, uh, and it's like, oh, we're going to turn out the lights for you real quick. You turn out the lights, but it does nothing because these guys all have night vision. And the lights go out and one of the first guy goes like for like two seconds and then he like picks his gun off and like everyone uh, like lets loose their entire magazine at you. And it's just like, oh, fuck. Like I had uh, two safe states. One right before the shooting started and then I one after I killed someone. And I just, I'd kill someone and I create another safe state to, you know, save over my quick save. And I keep doing that because it was just such a pain in the ass to fight these guys. And you can't sneak around them. Like, I literally shot out every single light in the entire facility, but there's nothing because they all have night vision. So, those are really frustrating when you have, like, a mode that they want you to do. Like, they want you to assault, but your controls aren't made for assaulting. Can we also add to the list up? All of Demon Souls and Dark Souls. Yeah, but those games are meant to be hard. Yeah. They're they're created. Yeah, they're pretty punishing. To be yeah punishing, so that when you like, my buddy plays them, he's like, yeah, it's like it's a pain in the ass. It pisses me. I off. still haven't beaten a single one. He's like, but when I beat that one guy, oh my god, it's just a glorious feeling. Like when you finally defeated the Water Temple, like it's a glorious feeling. When I was down to a little bit of health left. In the those two levels parts in Splinter Cell, I was like, "Whatever, I don't care. I got it done. I'm getting out of here. Move on. Peace." Yeah, I was gonna say Bloodborne, because I and I know that 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 game is designed to be brutal and punishing, but uh, man, every single time I go in there, I've collected a you know a, a number of uh, just I'll call them souls, but I know they're called something else in Bloodborne, or it's like blood or whatever, and. Uh, 
I'll collect a bunch. I'm like, all right, yeah, I've almost got enough to level this part up. I'm going to go real gingerly through here. I'm not, I'm not going to freak out. I'm just going to go real, real smooth, real easy. Next thing I know, like this werewolf comes out of nowhere, wrecks my face. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. All right, I can get back there. I made it there before. Then I go to beeline towards it just to try to grab it. And all the stuff that I'd killed prior is back alive. And now I've got to go kill it again. So it's basically I'm going to get all those souls anyways. But then I can't get to where I got to go to because I die right before I get to it again. Oh, it's just every time that I feel I haven't been angry enough recently, I'll just go and grab Bloodborne. I'll just start playing it for a little bit and I'm I'm back to being angry again. I'm all good. What are some other What about you What about uh, you Shinzu? I would like to say any escort mission in any game ever created, but specifically any game that Bethesda has made that includes escorting people anywhere. I can't tell you how many times in those games I got someone to a location they needed to be either for them to glitch out of the game so I can't continue the quest chain, or my favorite instance is when I was playing Fallout 4 and I finally decided which group to go with, and I went up to end the storyline and basically beat the game, and that person will not get in the fucking chopper. So I can't continue... And I already have like, you know, a hundred hours in this game from doing everything else and I'm not gonna, and it's on console so I can't use console commands to shoot it forward and just make them get inside the, the, the helicopter. So I have, I have a game that I essentially can't beat and I'm so frustrated by this fact that I haven't gone back to replay it. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, Bethesda's really great about, uh, about messing you over like that. They do. They, uh, they like to put in their, their, their features in the game where uh, you pretty much spend, I mean, in Skyrim, for example, I had uh, for the longest time uh, Skyrim, I put in at least 200 hours into that game. And I had this one question where the entire village is asleep. You have to go into this castle, you have to go into the basement, you have to, you have to get uh, this artifact out. And then people will wake back up and everything's like back hunky dory. But you're supposed to meet, you're supposed to escort someone into the church. And that person goes into the church and then just disappears. And I couldn't open the door because they're supposed to open the door, so I could not complete that quest chain, and I couldn't complete that particular achievement either. Oh, man. Yeah, that sounds like a kick right in the crotch. Oh, it's a huge kick to the crotch, but that's really my only complaint. I'm usually pretty easy going when it comes to games. As long as games, you know, they do something right, then, yeah, I'm okay with it. Battletoads and all those levels, Contra, those, those were bothersome and irksome, but that was part of the challenge of those games. But when things are, you know, set up and then intentionally, not sorry, not intentionally, but they are not correct and they glitch out, that's the most frustrating part about me. Plus, I mean, escort uh, quests just, they always drag on. And the ones in The Witcher were incredibly painful as well. Were you talking Witcher 3, 2, 1, all of them? Any of them, all of them. Like, there was no, there has never been, Fuck. if you can name me one escort quest that was actually fun to do, like even in Halo playing Halo 2 or Halo 3 or Halo Reach or any of those guys, escort quests where you have to escort the scare, or not the scare, you have to escort the tank, all that. Complete bullshit. It sucked. It was boring. And it was literally there to just increase the game time. Yeah, that's one thing about uh, escort missions that I've always hated is that I'm running at a, at a speed. Like, I started dead sprint, and I'm cruising at a hell of a speed, and they're, like, way behind me. It's like, ah. But you know what game actually got an escort part proper? But before you oh, get good. before you get to that point, though, um, I hate it when you run faster than they do, 
and in some games they'll they'll do it so that way the character keeps on going but i really hate is when the character is programmed to stop if you go too far away from oh them. yeah fucking hate that well one game that i've played actually has escorting done right and it's a game called maze uh it's a, it's a, it's a game about it's it's a, like it's a walking simulator with it's about sentient corn and it sounds I know it sounds pretty pretty weird, but it's really really well done. It's got some really great comedy bits in it. But there's this uh, there's this one spot where you basically get this Teddy Ruxpin that speaks in a Russian accent, who's got a backpack with a, a robotic arm sticking out of it. And when he he you basically have to drag him around wherever you go, and he's going to do certain things for you. Well, in his case, instead of oh I ran faster than him, and he's just sitting there waddling down the hall, if you run past him. And you get to a new room and you go to hit the button, it it's literally he just pops up right behind you like he was there the whole time. So you're sitting there, you're turned, you look down the hallway, he's waddling down the hallway real slow, you turn, you run into a room, you hit the button, and then all of a sudden it's like your character turns around and he's standing right there like he was right next to you the whole time. And and like like that right there, I was like, that why why can't other games just figure that out? <laughs> you know? Like, I'm running, this guy I'm supposed to be escorting. I mean, if you're supposed to be escorting them, they have a health bar, and you got to worry about a health bar, and then the person getting wrecked, and yada, yada, yada. Uh, okay, but goddamn, don't make the guy so freaking slow. Yeah, I agree with you on that. It's uh, it's kind of like it, it, it's kind of like it's a big-ass loading screen for it. Like, him just, like, moving really slow, and it's just, like, a cheap way to, to load another area. But at the same time, it's just frustrating as a gamer. Like, I, I hate it when, like, like I, I one of the things I've always hated in Halo was that the AI was not smart enough. Like, you try to get them to drive, and they do the dumbest things in the world. And it's like, you have to drive. It's like, but I'm playing by myself. I want to shoot the damn gun. Why do I have to drive and do nothing? Yeah. There was that, uh, that one particular, I think it was in Halo Oh, it was in Halo where you're on the ring and that's after you release the flood where you have a bunch of, you know, soldiers and you're going down through these massive tunnels with the Warhog and you get to a point in time where you can still use the Warhog, but after, you know, you get like a big block in the center of the room uh, that's across a bridge that stops you from going through it. And if you get out of the Warhog, as you're going to need to, because you'll have to clean up the enemies, they'll drive around and every single time I've ever played that level, they always drive the Warhog off the edge. Always. Yep, that's the AI for well, you. Here's the thing, though. Here's what you don't know about that specific soldier. You see, he got a Dear John letter. His girlfriend is was sleeping around. They were going to get married. In fact, she was pregnant with his kid, but she had an abortion and started sleeping around, and this crushed that guy. And he's just like, you know what? That's it. I'm on an alien world. This is over, and he just drives right off the edge. See, man? And you're being all super insensitive there with this poor guy. He was going to try to smoke a road sign. And this shit quick. <laughs> Fucker. Uh, there's another game that comes to mind where it's got, and it's not the whole game. It's just one specific level. So you guys, do you like puzzle games? Holy shit. Blue really likes puzzle games. That was amazing. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Just the whole, the whole ship just blew up. Oh, geez. I mean, I'm like, you like puzzle games. You're like, put your arms up in the air. You're screaming something. I, I, I thought you were like screaming woohoo, but the only puzzle games that I, I, that I found enjoyment out of 
would be um, Zelda, Ocarina of Time, uh, Twilight Princess, and uh, the first Tomb Raider game that they came out with uh, in the past like five years, six years. All right. The one where there was like her like beginning story. Like those puzzles I enjoy because they're moderate. It's kind of like try to figure out how to get around an obstacle. So what about like escape room style puzzles? Those aren't bad with the right group. Like when we had you with us, it was you, Z, and I. That was great. When we brought some strangers in one time, we got kind of close to not making it through with Z, um, uncrueling myself and these two and this couple. Um, but I wouldn't pick up a video game for that reason. Okay, so they there was an old game that came out a long time ago, and I, th- I know D's going to per- perk his ears, ears right up when I say it. It's called The Seventh Guest. So The Seventh Guest was, it, it's basically, if you think about the modern uh, escape room puzzles, The Seventh Guest is is like is like that, literally. So you go into different rooms, and to progress the storyline, you had to solve a puzzle. And the different puzzles were sometimes really rudimentary where you've got uh, a, a star on a door and you've got to put spiders on every single point and you've got to figure out how to put a spider on every single point without ever having them cross paths so it was really really weird it was a it was a it was a rudimentary puzzle but it was really fun and then you get to some other puzzles that are like you have a i think it's a 4 by 5 grid of a of a chessboard and you've got four bishops on each side. And only being able to move a bishop, how a bishop would move, you have to swap the black bishops and the white bishops. So you've got the black bishops on one side, the white bishops on the other, and you've got to swap them, but you can only move them how a bishop would move. And you can't ever be in a position where you can take another bishop. Why? Why does it always got to be about color with you? Uh, because I'm really racist. I'm really, really racist. Like I, I, when I'm outside of a bar and I look up and I'm, I'm saying how dark it got really quickly. I'm not talking about the sun going down. I'm, I'm being really, really racist at that point in time. Like I'm so racist. <laughs> ACLU. Yeah, we're gonna get sued. Oh yeah, yep, yeah, we are. Good to have you back, Blue. Um. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so in the seventh guest, all the puzzles have a very, very distinct solution. So, for instance, there's a set of cans in the kitchen, and the cans in the kitchen uh, are all – there's a whole bunch of words that you got to spell, but the only vowel you have is Y. So the actual solution of the puzzle – and spoiler, mute me now if you don't want to hear it – the actual solution is Sly Gypsy Shyly Spryly Trist by My Crypt. And you have to move the cans all to make that. But every single puzzle in the game has a very distinct – beginning and end you know a very distinct solution except for one there's one puzzle in that game it's in the laboratory and you have to look in the microscope and there's a whole bunch of these little viruses and antidotes in there so you're playing the blue ones which are the antidote and the green ones which are the virus are played by the computer did you guys ever play the old old computer game called cool spot are you referring to the one that was almost like a checkers chess type game? Yes. Yes, I actually have it. Okay, and and there's been other games that are ju- that have come out that are just like Cool Spot, but the the basic of it is oh crap, drink. I said basic. So what you have to do 
is you start off with two of your own little circles. Now, if you move your circle one spot to the left or one spot up or one spot diagonal, it will multiply. So you'll get two. If you move your circle next to uh, a virus, you know, any of the other ones, anything adjacent to where you just moved will immediately turn to your side. So you can take a bunch of your opponents by just doing that. Well, here's the problem. That game actually has a very, it, it, there's no setting of a difficulty. It was, it's on and you have to beat it. Well, that puzzle right there is played by the computer and it's played on basically a cool spot on the hardest difficulty level that you can possibly do. It's like playing the damn chess game against the computer when you got the chess like jacked up to grandmaster. So you, you can't friggin' beat it. Like I've never, never ever have I beaten that puzzle without <laughs> cheating. And how I cheated, and you guys are going to love this, how I cheated was I took the game Cool Spot and I put it, I put it so that the, I was facing the computer and I put the computer on very hard, but I made the computer go first. And every move that the computer made on Cool Spot, I made that exact move in the seventh guest. So I basically had a computer fighting a computer. And literally every every move that the computer did in seventh guest, I made that as my action in cool spot. And every move that the the computer did in cool spot was my action in the seventh guest. Did you win? I won. I did. I won. I friggin' beat that puzzle, but I didn't. I didn't beat it. I didn't beat it naturally. I didn't. I didn't beat it with my own wits. It wasn't my own skill. This is exactly why the machines will win in the future. I'm not commenting. I'm I'm, I'm more screwed than the rest of you. <laughs> but that right there, that puzzle, I never want to see again like i've gone through the game again and if you beat the puzzle every time you beat a puzzle you get a, a, a clip of uh of more story with some more fmv and stuff but if you don't beat the puzzle you can actually skip this puzzle and if you skip it you just don't see the fmv well i've seen it i've seen the bit of story that's there i don't need to see it again so every time i've played the game ever since i get to that puzzle and i just go skip skip this puzzle not doing this again so the cool part, if you like those type of puzzle games, is they've got a new game coming out, not by Trilobite. Trilobite was the one who made Seventh Guest and Eleventh Hour, but they've got a new mm -hmm. game coming out. Um, it's under a different developer. It's actually an indie. Uh, it was a fan-made project first, and then they got a Kickstarter thing going on called the Thirteen Dolls. Um, they even got enough money through Kickstarter to hire the original guy who played Stoft in the first two games. So. It, it, it looks just as, and I say corny, don't take this the wrong way. It looks as corny as the first two games, but it had that style that was really just awesome. Like that type of corniness. Kind of like when you watch an old movie and you're like, oh my God, this movie's so corny. But you love it because it's so corny. That. So don't forget to check it out. Uh, $13, you can, they don't have the Kickstarter going, but if you go to their website, you can actually still pre-purchase it if you want to or wait until it comes out. I was hoping that it was going to be out by by um, by Halloween. I know that was a pipe dream. So I'm assuming it's going to be out early next year, but I haven't seen anything whatsoever on when it's supposed to be released. I just know that it's supposed to be coming out sometime soon. And Shinzu Man, you are looking terrible. I'm pretty tired right now. I'm not going to lie. I'm freaking exhausted. I'm also I'm also gaming right now too, so Oh, I mean, I was just looking at you, and I, I thought for a second there you were actually going to fall into your mic dead. Like, <laughs> we are going to just be, like, calling 911. Yeah, and I was leaning pretty hard on my desk there for a second. I was, uh, I'm pretty tired. <laughs> well, that was like, uh, 
So last night as we were playing Zombie Side, this uh, one of one of Damox's friends, Dave, showed up, and uh, he brought a case of beer with him. And we're like, "Oh, he brought Bud Light. He's one of these guys." And then he puts the case of beer down, goes over and grabs a vodka, pours it in with a bunch of orange juice, and starts drinking out of this pitcher, vodka and orange juice. I'm like, "All right, you're cool. You're drinking vodka. We're cool." Well, he's literally as we're playing throughout the night, he starts to get more and more tired. So about 1 a.m., he's literally like passing out on the table. His head is is like way down here like this. And he's just standing like this. And we're like, hey, Dave, it's your turn. And he's just like, what should I do? And we're like, go do this. He's like, yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> it's freaking great. I mean, I'm pretty much at that point, but I haven't had anything to drink today. So mm. that's just the uh, natural state of my life right now. Yeah, it's a... Uh... You gotta, you gotta get right back on that, uh, right back on that thing there. You gotta grab a beer, get, get some hair of the dog going. Dude, we started at like, we started at like eleven o'clock, and we didn't get back home until midnight. It was a long night of drinking. Oh, so you're out for like an hour? Jeez, an hour? We're out there for like twelve hours. You said eleven o'clock. You went, you got home by midnight. Eleven a.m. <laughs> to. <laughs> I was, I was, we were out there for a really long time and then, uh, I was a warrior and whatever, whatever drink like cyber didn't finish, I just finished it for him. So oh, no! yeah, I had like way more alcohol than he did. Oh God. That's like, that's the best friend and the worst thing to do. Oh God. It was so bad. We were, we were at the, uh, this one local place where we were telling you earlier about that, uh, that bourbon aged, uh, bourbon barrel stout aged chocolate stout. Oh yeah. And shit's like 12%. And he didn't really like it, so I just downed his. And then we went to this other place, like, next door, and they do uh, ginger beer. Ooh. And it's it's really good. It's really good. Uh, I ended up getting a, a cocktail uh, called Penicillin Number 2, which is kind of like a weird take of an old-fashioned, but with, uh, ginger, uh, with ginger beer in it. And it was actually really, really tasty, but, like, the amount of alcohol in these drinks were fucking insane. Wow, that's the way to be. I, yeah, right? Yeah, I was definitely not driving. I think after my second brewery, I was like, yeah, no. I just gave the keys over to my girls. Like, here, you drive us, please. Oh, that was uh, that was this morning. We had to go get... She was, uh, she was a trooper, dude. She took us over to, like, t- to, like 10 or 11 different places. Oh, One of my favorite places, actually, is, like, a, is a, is a um, ice cider. They do ice cider. It's so freaking good. So freaking good. So that's where you got to get Uber. Just be like, all right, I got this. Uber. Not maxing out my credit card to do an Uber. <laughs> They're not that bad. Usually about ten bucks a ride if it's in if it's in the city. I mean, most of the stuff was in the city, but like we went. I mean, you know, twelve locations. So I'm not gonna drop like 120 bucks on an Uber when I have you know a free car driver right here. Yeah, well, I'm just saying you you best get down on your knees and start chewing pink for that. Oh, don't worry, she got hers this morning. No, she didn't get anything. You were hungover. Come on. Actually, I managed, by the grace of God, <clears throat> I managed to escape that. I drank a lot of water last night. I, I actually listened to my girl, and I drank the fucking water. <laughs> God, I, I so wish I listened to her. Because, man, when I we, we took some couches because Damox got, like, 50 feet of couches in his front room. Because he's got this huge, long front room, and he's got, like, couch along this entire wall. So what we did is we took we – took like one of the couches and we swung it around so it was next to the other couch so we kind of had like a couch bed thing 
and we laid on it like that. But as soon as we moved the couches around and I laid down, the world started to spin. And I went, oh, man, this is going to suck. And I put my foot down on the ground and I'm like, all right, I think I'm good. See, I didn't really realize how bad I had gotten because like I, I've been buzzed, but I've never really been seriously drunk. And this was like the first experience of me being like completely like mind blowing drunk. The point in time where my girlfriend's like, yeah, do you remember when you, we went to a wings place because I were at one point in time wanted to get wings. And uh, I was like, okay, cool. We can definitely get wings. That's not a problem. Except I don't remember this conversation. <laughs> I don't remember this. Sh- and then apparently we get, we get there and I had to use the restroom like freaking bad really really bad so as we were approaching uh, a light that went from like yellow to red i was really pissed at my girlfriend for just not going through it <laughs> i had to i had to urinate that horribly bad and then i ended up grabbing the receipt that they gave us and licking it and trying to stick it to her forehead and i don't remember any of this shit that's uh see now the only reason you can say that you haven't been that drunk before is because you haven't hung out with us enough I, I when you were here, I used to hang out with you guys quite often. But, but. I'm saying you obviously didn't hang out with us enough because that was like a once a week type of event. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you though. Like, I'm usually really, really responsible, and like, even if I go to a location where I know I can get absolutely blasted and not have to worry about doing anything, I generally restrict myself, and I usually I get that nice buzzy feeling, and then that's where I'm like, okay, I cut off and I start just drinking water for this night. But when Zyber was up, and I was like, you know, let's let's sort of caution the wind. Let's just see what happens. And apparently, (laughs) it was a lot of fun. (laughs) I just. Uh, just done with alcohol for like a day or two. Just as long as you didn't lick the stripper pole. I did yeah. not lick any stripper poles. I, I just <laughs> the worst thing I licked that night was the back of a receipt. Okay, I want to point out that that night where you licked that damn stripper pole, D. That was an amazing friggin' night. It was. <laughs> no, Dude. it was not an amazing night because I had to drive you buttholes around, and that was the most. That was the. <laughs> you know what? We're talking about a game event that we'd never want to play again. Game level. That's the fucking game level. I never want to play that game level again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, dude, come on, man. That was, uh, dude, with Zyber with the never ending Guinness. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, like my he, God. He that, thought that, he had two guy. or three Guinness, and between Adam and I, I think we had 15 or so down him. <laughs> I was drinking Jägermeister by the glass. I don't think that's safe. No, dude, it was not safe. I mean, the luckily is by the time you dr- you, you look that stripper pole out, I can't, I still can't, I, ah. Yeah. I'm a germaphobe too, so I was really fucked up. You had to have had enough alcohol content in your body to just kill whatever was on the stripper pole because I can't believe you did. Everyone in the entire stripper bar was like, ah. No one approved of this. I'm pretty sure D's body alone, no matter how much alcohol he's got in it, can kill anything. Pretty much. I've been put pumped full of so many experimental vaccinations. Yeah. Yeah, that night that was one of those nights where you came down and I'm like, Hey D, do you uh do you have Hep C by any chance? And you went, No. I'm like, You do now. <laughs> Sad part is is uh, Blue Shark's right. I still am like zero crap in my system. Yeah, okay, because your system is breaking down. Crap goes in and says, oh, my God, I can't survive here. And it exits because it knows it can't survive. (laughs) It goes in, it goes, fuck, this place is condemned. Yeah, it sees the the quarantine notice on the front right next to your butthole. And it goes, whoa, we got to get out of here. 
I'm like the building even the rats have left. <laughs> Fuck this we're out. You're the Bob Builder. House of uh, House of Ruination there for your body. Oh my god. No, it was it was a good night. It was a good night and uh it was a lot of fun. Well, good. Well, next time we have a uh, GNA get together, you got to show up because we had that keg of 120 over at Massanutten. Ooh, doggy. You got to well, you got to let me know when and where it is and I have to have enough time to request uh, it off work. Well, we usually plan it like a month or two out. Wow. I guess Blue wants to be there too because he's freaking right out right now. He's like, he, I don't he know, wanted, man. He wants to be there. <laughs> okay. So I've been warned. There's, we're detecting a lot of fumes on your, on your suit. Um, you're going to need to do this stealthily. Don't fire your gun at all because we're pretty sure it's going to cause an explosion. I grab one guy. His buddy turns around and goes, what happened? And he's like, come on, come closer, come closer. Pop. I kill him. The whole entire engine room blows up and the whole ship blows up once again. Fuck. <laughs> hey, there's, there's a game right now I think can be added to the list of shit he ain't playing anymore. No, it's just I did stupid shit. I know I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> oh, man. What the hell was that game? Was it the Seventh Saga? That's an RPG. Yeah, like, I don't think I ever want to play that game again either. Because that's where you had to fight the other guys, but whenever you grind, like, if you grind, they grind too. Yeah, you have to fight your own people at the end or something. Yeah, but, like, you're, like, so, there's, like, the robot and then the demon. I remember those two, because if I was the robot, I always ended up fighting the demon. And every time that I went to a different place, it, like, added onto his levels. And if I sat around and grinded to get my level up, it would add onto his levels too. I hate when they do that because that's the whole reason why I grind like all the side all the side missions in Assassin's Creed before I move on to the next like story mission because I want to be maxed out on it as much as I can. Exactly. Exactly. You know what like level I never want to play again is Super Mario Galaxy, the damn water racing level. Piss me off. I don't think I remember that one. Yeah, because the swimming mechanics sucked, so it was like just miserable. You had to be spot on. Rainbow Road. Rainbow Road. In Mario Kart, I actually like Rainbow Road. I don't. Do you guys remember that uh, that one level in Majora's Mask where you had to play as the Goron and you had to spin in order to collect that last piece of uh, yeah. heart? Yeah, never again. I, I'll never want to do that ever again. Yeah, that, that sucked. Well, I'm trying to see if we have any questions here because, you know, questions are important. But I don't see any. So I guess that means I get to make some up again. Because you got no questions. So uh, let's go with the first one here. Mm, we already did if you would just suck a game suck a dick for a game. No, I already did that one. Looks like uh <laughs> looks like our buddy uh, Secret Sullivan here is uh practicing. <laughs> yeah he is. Yeah he is. A little little tug of war there. Alright, so if you had if you could only pick one game one video game that you could play for the rest of your life, and it can't be Skyrim, you cocknocks. What would it be? Go ahead, Dee. What you got? Morrowind. <laughs> Ob- Oblivion. <laughs> See, this is a hard one. So I haven't played a whole lot of open-ended games. I'd say for me, Final Fantasy VI. That is a good one. That is I do solid. like Final Fantasy VI. Uh, I would probably say, you know what? Illusion of Gaia for me. Good call. That's a fantastic That's game. Really good one, yeah. 
because I haven't played it and completed it yet, The Witcher 3, I'm going to have to go with Final Fantasy 15. Because I have gone in there and, like, just lost myself in the world fishing or, like, staying out at night just to make sure I can hunt all the demons. And then um, taking on some of those uh, heavier contracts with, like, some of, like, the hunting missions with, like, the really high-level guys. Those are a lot of fun. Nice. Oh, I guess I got to answer now, too, don't I? Shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're waiting um, for. Yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy VI is a great freaking game. Like, I, I seriously could play that over and over and over again. Um, Man, that is a tough question. I probably should have thought of that before I actually asked the question. <laughs> yeah, you probably should have. Really... Now, who looks like an idiot yeah, I don't, who uh... could probably just edit all this shit out later and make himself look really smart? I'm really surprised that no one here has mentioned an MMORPG like World of Warcraft or yeah, any... Yeah, but I haven't really got into World of uh, Warcraft. But the thing is, like, MMOs, they, they kind of bug the shit out of me. That's the problem. I don't do crack. Uh, World of Warcraft? Okay. Or ever crack? <laughs> I've heard that World of Warcraft is like introducing your friends to crack. Oh, oh, yes it is. So, I don't do crack. I've played it, but then I lost interest. I played it for... I played it for about eight months in standard, and then I played a, bu- a, a bunch of the free shards for about two years after that, and I'm never getting my life back. But you know what? If it could be any game that I could go back and just continuously play, it would be uh, it would be Star Wars Galaxies, but pre-combat upgrades. I really enjoyed that game, and I could play the hell out of it. So... If we were to curse Cecil with any one game, it's just going to be Cool Spot. <laughs> I would kick whoever cursed me with that in the junk. And I'm not. I'm not talking about a light, playful. Oh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna wheel a toe up there. I'm talking full on steel toe. Your your shaft is going to be embedded into your pelvic bone. All right. Next question. If you were to get one superpower, what would it be, and why? Are we recycling this again? Oh, do we already have that I feel one? Like we're recycling. I think we've already I done, feel this, like we've done this one before. Mm-hmm. We have. Fuck. Because ah. I know what I picked last time. My superpower would be never asking the same question twice. Dude, superpower right there. Fuck. Sucks if you ever go deaf though. What? <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty bad. Mine would be telepathy because I could be the voices in people's head and just drive them batshit oh, crazy. Oh crap! You did say that last time. Damn it! Yeah, so yep. we, yeah, we yep. had the same thing I said. Fuck. Yep. That's a good one though. Okay, so who's who? Who here has um anal fissures? No, uh, who here has watched uh, One Piece? Me. I haven't watched all of it. I started to, and then I got annoyed by it. Okay. And it's like, eh, I bet I've seen it, but a bit of it. I kind of know what goes on for a while, but. Okay, so there is uh, something called the Devil Fruit. Yeah. And it endows you with a specific ability. So Depending on the be, Devil Fruit, yep. Yeah, so like ice, fire, lightning, uh, wind, uh, teleportation. The gum gum fruit makes you rubber. Yeah, yeah, rubber. Um, if you could pick any fruit, which one would you pick? Oh, the rubber one. Dude, no. Because if, if you were the rubber one, you know somebody would just use you as a condom one day. And it would probably be Godzilla. 
pulls out a pack of D. <laughs> hey, hey, a D for the D. Hey. But but <laughs> unlike the porn stars, my anus would return back to normal. D would break on the first use. Yeah, he would. He'd, he'd just be sitting there and be like, "Oh, you're about to you're about to climax. Hold on, and just open his mouth. Ha ha, she's pregnant now." I'd be the worthless, <laughs> worst whatever. I'd go lightning just so I can shock some fuckers. I really don't know enough about the anime to say uh, which one I want. I mean, it's just about anything you can think of. Like, they've got a fruit for it, probably. So On second thought, I would take the light one, the light power. So it had that one uh, that one Navy guy, because it's like, even if he got chopped up, he would just melt back together again. He's had, like the speed of light, everything he did. Did they have a nice one? They do, yeah. They do have a nice one. They also had a, a fire one. I'd probably do the fire one. That was, uh, that was good. Yuffie's brother, right? Yeah. 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 Ace. Ace, yeah, Ace. Ooh, did they have a dark one? They did. There, there. I think there was something that dealt with darkness or shadow. Yeah, I take that. The gr- Actually, the gravity one was really cool. The blind guy, the blind Navy guy. <laughs> he had gravity, yeah. and that shit was pretty badass. What yeah. the hell did gravity do? Hold down. He could, like, he could manipulate gravity, so he could literally, like, drop you down to, like, make you feel like you're under, like, multiple times gravity. He could, like, raise something up in the air like a rock and then have it come flying down like a meteor. And he could also sense, because the electromagnetics of gravity, he could sense where everything was. Even though he was blind, he didn't need eyes. So he was Daredevil, is what you're saying? No, he, he, he was Daredevil with Magneto's power, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. So the thing that kind of irked me about that particular anime was that they were like, oh, the devil fruit in the very beginning was a very rare fruit that was, like, treasured and prized, and then all of a sudden everybody has it. It's like, okay. I thought this was It's a rare. bizarre anime. It, the characters are, like, over-the-top goofy. And and they change the storyline quite often to suit what they're trying to do. So it'll just suddenly be like, oh, this is the case. Oh, no, it's not the case anymore. Now it's this because of X, Y, Z. It's getting convoluted. It's yeah, it like, really is. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of it. At first, it was kind of cool, but then it's like, eh. All right, what about, uh, I, I think I asked this before, but I don't think we're actually on the air yet, but uh, what about Castlevania? Who's seen the first season of Castlevania? I have. I just haven't gotten to the second yet, which I think is now out. It is out. I was just watching it. I have not gotten to see it yet. Ah, uh, I got I to gotta crack that. I was bit. just watching it. So they, yeah, it's, um, the writing so far is is top-notch. The animation is superb, just like the first one. Absolutely superb. That's good to hear. So I'm really, uh, I'm really stoked about finishing that up. That's another game I could like last forever with Castlevania something in the night. Yeah, you know what though? Like I've gone through that game twice and gotten like two hundred and whatever it is, twenty one percent percent. Yeah, yeah, with all the extra areas you can get to. Yeah, so I've gotten, I've, I've done everything in that game twice, and I don't know, I don't know if I could continue to just play that game over and over again. And you could also only listen to that line one more time. What is man? Oh, God. Yeah. And they changed that in the one. Like, there was the original what he said in that whole speech. And then when they made, I think, what, the Xbox version or maybe the PlayStation or maybe the PSP version. But they changed that line. You also changed voice actors, too. Who were the voice actors? I forget, but they actually changed the voice actor. Oh, um, really? You're, you're I really like the original voice. Yeah. 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 What? I'm gonna drop that on you like a uh, like a fat check. Dropping it like it's hot. No, you're dropping that like. Wouldn't it be funny if <laughs> you can eat a big old fat dick? Castlevania Symphony of the Night. 
Those are. I could put a, pull a one. Wouldn't it be funny if that would piss all liberals on the planet off? It would doom us all, but. Okay, so Michael, Michael Gwynn, G-U-I-N-N? Yeah, close enough. Well, it doesn't say that his voice actor changed, though. Yeah, fuck it. It probably did up. Well, if you know, if you're listening and you know, right into if us. If it wasn't the voice actor, it was certainly the voice, like maybe how they edited it, because it was completely different. Well, if you know, right into us at uh, GNA Podcast at GNA and your DNA dot one. Let us know. Well, without further ado, where can people find you at, Shinzu? Uh, they can find me on Twitter as Secret Solvent, all one word, where I'll be posting some stuff, links to podcasts and all that good stuff. They can also reach out to me there, either direct message me or shout at me. And if they want me to do anything, talk about anything specific, they can absolutely do so. Huzzah, where can we find you at, D? People can find me at my website, microbrewgamerswithazine7s.com which can point to the uh, links to some of my other stuff, or they can find me on my YouTube channel, Microbrew Gamers. You can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, occasionally Twitch. I've got my own Discord, along with the GNA Discord and Yeah Dude Gamers Discord. Rock on. Where can people find you, Blue? My name is uh, Blue Shark 45 You may know me from such things as... Um, no, never mind. You only know me from here. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. At Blue Shark 45 you can find me in our Discord um, as Blue Shark 45 as well as TBC's Discord, uh, Bolts and Beers, Ultra Super Mega, Smokestack. Um, but uh, this is probably the last time you're going to find me on this show for a while. Um, I'm going to have to, uh, after Extra Life, I'm going to have to step away uh, and concentrate on a very important license exam that I have. It's going to be in April, and I need to buckle down and study for it. My little bit of spare time that I have when I do this needs to be consumed by studying for that. So I'll still be around, but I just won't be on the show for a while until uh, after April. Rock on. Well, hopefully we can get you to record little sound bites for us every now and then. We'll interject in there. I am blue. <laughs> I am blue, and I am an alcoholic. And my name is Cecil Xavier. I'm your host. You can find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitter and Cecil vs. Cecil Xavier everywhere else. Twitter, Ustream, Twitch, Mixer. Uh, no, not Twitter. I already said Twitter. That's Cecil vs. Games. God damn it. Uh, anyway, Cecil Xavier. You can find me everywhere. Uh, you can also find me on the GNA Podcast Discord. Uh, float around the GNA Podcast Twitter, the GNA Podcast Facebook. I'm also on the Edu Gamers, TPCs, Bolts and Beer, Geek Squatch. Microbrews, Mulehorn Gamings, uh, even Mattman's Discord. I'm tooling around in there, too. So we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find uh, the show. So if you enjoy the listening to us, spread the word. You can also find us on other, other services like Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, and wherever the hell else you want to find us. If we're not there, let us know. We'll upload there. We are also finally, finally on Spotify. So if you check out Spotify, usually we release on Tuesdays and Spotify's pick it up, I think, the Wednesday morning. I don't know why. It's weird. That's probably how late I I, I uh, publish the episode Tuesday. <clears throat> but you can check us out there. You can also follow us on Twitter, at GNA Podcast, or join that Discord chat, see the pin tweet. We're on Facebook. Just search at GNA Podcast. You'll find us there. We have partnered with Humble Bundle. Who can tell me about Humble Bundle? Brew indeed. Humble Bundle. 
is a game purchasing service that we, CNA, are partnered with. You purchase games like a normal would, but with a twist. You choose what part goes to the publisher, the humble bundle, or the charity. You can give it all to charity if you want, or none of it. Your call. Throw that question mark partner equals DNA podcast at the end of your humble bundle link before you buy to let them know we sent you that way. If you don't, we'll find you. So far this month, we have raised $12.84. Oh, that was last, I don't know what the fuck we were. We raised something for charity through our partnership with Honda Bundle. $14.95, there we go. Lady Bastard, don't forget you can pull it at the end of any Humble Bundle link. So if you're going to buy a game through Steam, check out Humble Bundle. You may be able to get it there and help charity at the same time. Unless you're a fucking Nazi, you charitable little bastards. Or Jason Voorhees. Or Jason Voorhees. How did the disposal of that body go? Did you get it off the walls? Yeah, it took, a, took quite a few things of bleach, uh, touched up any missing spots with paint, and just to make sure the bastard won't bug me again, I threw him into the incinerator. Awesome. Now let's hope those nanobots don't come back and bring him up. Do you want the... the I, I saved the hand. Do you want the hand? Oh, good. Let's get the hand. I've covered it in wax. Put some... Uh, Put some wicks in the end of it. We'll call the handle glory. Ah, boy, do you like anime? Because we sure as hell do. Join us Wednesday nights for at uh, 19.30 Eastern Time for uh, Anime Night, which uh, we're going to be switching up, I think, the night for Anime Night. I think we might be switching it to Fridays or Sundays. Not 100% sure we're going to figure that out, but as soon as we figure it out, we'll be posting it. But Anime Night is going to keep going, so even though Blue is abandoning ship, the motherfucker... He, we're still going to have Anime Night. Uh, uh, we're still going to keep that thing rolling until he gets back. And if he doesn't come back after April for some reason, we'll drive down to Florida, beat the shit out of him, and make him host Anime Night again. Because we all know that we like Ani- or, uh, Blues hosting better than anybody else's. Um, if you like horror movies, check out our horror movie nights hosted by Zyberblood. Uh, it's the same at Rabbit. It's uh, www.rab.it forward slash GNA podcast. Um, we do that the second Saturday of every month. Uh, we do game show night the first Saturday of every month, except for this month coming up, uh, November. We're actually not going to have a game show night then, only because we're doing our Extra Life Charity event. So since we're doing that, we're going to be skipping game show night because we're all going to be awake for possibly 24 hours streaming and trying to raise some money for charity and trying to get uh, trying to get some good things happening we want to thank morgan bs photography for our new logo and artwork check him out at morganbs.com you can email us at gna podcast at gna and your dna dot one with questions comments death threats we don't care we'd love to hear from you and last but not least check out our website www.gnapodcast.com we got some pictures up there, and we're hopefully going to be getting some people to work on it for us, since we are lazy sons of bitches, and yeah, we haven't uh, worked on it whatsoever. So hopefully we're going to get somebody to work on it, make it look all pretty, nice and pretty. Needs a woman's touch, that's what I say. Well, gents, thank you for joining me tonight. Good being thank on. Thank you. Glad to be here for the last show for a while. Have a good night, guys. Good night.
calling the police to report you all as motherfucking murderers. 